Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the trouble with caffeine when you're anxious. I'm getting a lot of, oh, interesting news come across my desk, and some of it is about the health benefits of caffeine. And there is no doubt that caffeine has a place, that it has all kinds of benefits and coffee and teas that contain caffeine also have a lot of health benefits. And so this podcast is not or this episode today is not particularly for everyone. I am talking about the trouble with caffeine when you are anxious, when you are someone who has a challenge with your fight or flight reactions, with your stress hormones being released a little bit too easily, or an oversensitized amygdala, There are many different ways that we can go talking about it, but if you are experiencing any of those things, that's what I want to talk about today, the caffeine and the anxiety, because caffeine is a psychoactive drug. No matter what way you look at it or how much you like it, we have to be sure that we understand that it has a lot of psychoactive properties, and those can cause or exacerbate anxiety and other stress-related signs and symptoms that people with anxiety are all too familiar with. The importance of giving up this, quote, drug as you are healing and clearing your anxiety is paramount. It's so important. I get a lot of pushback because I know I have had a relationship with coffee, um, not much of a tea drinker, even though I do like a lot of herbal teas. They, they're not caffeine. It's not the tea plant, right? And that's, uh, green tea or black tea and all the other forms of tea. But I understand the relationship that we have with that substance. And the caffeine plays a part in that because it does change how we feel. Caffeine is the world's favorite mood-altering drug, and it's easily found in coffee, tea, energy drinks, various sodas, and in chocolates. But caffeine, especially in people who are sensitive to it, can significantly contribute to anxiety and related conditions and symptoms, including things like insomnia, irritability, racing heart, heart palpitations, and even full-on blown-up panic attacks. And so I've got 
five reasons here today that I want to talk to you about. And then the next episode, I'm going to talk to you about five more. I'm dedicating two episodes to this because it is this important. You hear me talk about the things that I know make people's lives easier when they're cleaning up their their stress reactions and their oversensitized amygdala. And the caffeine is a huge part of that. Now, I didn't have caffeine products for probably 10 years, I'm guessing it was. And then I've gone back to caffeine. I'm not on coffee right now because of a different issue with my throat, but I went back to it and I learned what my limit was. And let me tell you, when I would go over my limit with coffee, after being off of it for that long period of time, I could feel the stress hormones in my body. And even I was so far away from having anxiety or panic attacks or oversensitized amygdala that I didn't fall into that because it had been so long and I have really, really healed from that. But I could feel the old feelings of what used to be stress and anxiety. And the caffeine sends out those stress hormones the same, and you can feel it, especially when you've had some space and time from it. So I learned very quickly what my limit was and just stay within that. And you can do that too someday, but give your body and mind a chance to heal without the psychoactive drug. The first reason that I have today, extra reasons for you to give it up, is that caffeine increases your stress hormones. That's the first one I want to talk about. Most people with anxiety would agree that they have too much stress in their lives. They're running harder than they want to or, or feel they should be. And the caffeine adds to the burden. Caffeine acts much like stress by increasing your heart rate, increasing your blood pressure, and uh, increasing the levels of the stress hormones. Caffeine consumption can more than double your blood levels of stress hormones, cortisol, and epinephrine. You want to stay as far away from those increased stress hormones as possible. So sipping on caffeine, sipping on coffee or tea, soda, or nibbling on chocolate at nighttime or anytime is like taking in some of those stress hormones. It's like sipping on cortisol. The second one I have for you is that caffeine affects your neurotransmitter balance. Now I find this very interesting because often people go to healthcare providers that want some help with their anxiety, and the healthcare provider is often offering them or showing them different drugs that they could use. And they never ask the patient, the ones that I have talked to, uh, when I say, did your doctor ask you if you were on caffeine beverages, they say no. And you know, maybe that's going to start to change now because there's so much awareness around it. But in the past, it has not been so. But 
caffeine affects your neurotransmitter balance. They want to give you drugs to change your neurotransmitters, but they haven't taken out a culprit. Caffeine achieves many of its effects by blocking the activity of neurotransmitters that make us tired and sleepy. That's why we take it. That's why we drink it. And And it increases the brain chemicals, particularly dopamine and acetylcholine, and the caffeine gives us the feeling that we seek, increased motivation, productivity, and brain power by increasing the dopamine uh, chemicals and by blocking the neurotransmitters that make us tired. So that's twofold. So maybe we're not, we're not tired and we've got increased uh, motivation and productivity and brain power. Anybody who uses caffeine knows that's a fact. That's how we feel. But for those of us with anxiety, those of you who are struggling with anxiety and stress hormones out of whack right now, there is a downside. The caffeine also inhibits the calming neurotransmitter GABA which is the brake pedal neurotransmitter. Now, you can listen to episode 170 for more on that, but I'm not going to get deep into that, but you can listen to episode 170 if you want a little bit more on the the neurotransmitter brake pedal, which is known as GABA. It's essential for feeling happy and relaxed, and low GABA is associated with anxiety and panic attacks. That's why a lot of the supplementation, natural supplements that you will see for stress and anxiety will often contain the neurotransmitter GABA. There's evidence that when consumed regularly, caffeine can even lead to serotonin depletion. And remember, serotonin is a brain chemical that is closely tied to happiness. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now, the third one that I have for you is caffeine causes, guess what? Sleep problems. Now, many of us know this, but we still drink it. So I'm just bringing it up one more time. 
hoping that you will take a closer look at your caffeine consumption. One of the most common side effects of both anxiety and caffeine consumption is insomnia. Caffeine decreases sleep in the later stages during which some of the deepest restorative sleep takes place. So you're really maybe staying in the bed and maybe not even waking up, but you're not getting that deep later stage sleep. Getting adequate sleep and going through the correct cycles of sleep is one of the most important things that you can do for brain health and mental well-being and to clear your anxiety. You know this is true from personal experience, I am sure, but I am here to remind you just in case you needed a reminder. The fourth one that I have is caffeine can wreak havoc on blood sugar, causing reactive hypoglycemia. Now I struggled with this myself, and I'm sure I was drinking caffeine at the time. Hypoglycemia occurs when your blood sugar drops too low. Low blood sugar attack can leave you feeling how, tell me how, what else this reminds you of, jittery, sweating, heart pounding, irritable, and confused. Sounds like an anxiety attack to me. And so is it the caffeine or was it you? It can be hard to, to, to decipher. So the best thing to do is to leave the caffeine out of the picture and keep your blood sugar from being affected any more than it already is. Number five that I have for you is that caffeine can increase anxiety when taken with many medications. Now we don't talk about medications here on the show. I don't pers- know anything about your medications that you're taking. Obviously you would always want to bring that up to your prescribing physician, but because caffeine is a psychoactive drug, it doesn't always mix well with other drugs. Sometimes caffeine enhances the effect of some drugs, and that's why it's often added, as you probably know, to over-the-counter painkillers for headaches and the like. And sometimes the caffeine actually undermines the effectiveness of particular medications. Anti-anxiety medications, sleeping pills, and lithium that's used for bipolar disorder, fall into this category. Caffeine can cause tremors, panic attacks, and insomnia when taken with antidepressants that are SSRIs. Now, you know, it's a good reason to give it up. If you're on medications, maybe you don't need the full dose. Maybe you can go off your caffeine and see if that helps. Maybe you can talk to your healthcare provider about that. But first, give up the caffeine and see if you are noticing any differences. So I have some things that I'd like you to try. You know, the next episode, I'm going to bring you the final five reasons that caffeine is causing you trouble if you have anxiety. But for now, I have some ideas for you to to try to get off the, the caffeine. It's not an easy change to make. I will say that. It can actually be painful, but you know what? Once you go through it, it's gone. It It's just a withdrawal. And again, that has to really make us realize 
that's a withdrawal symptom. We don't get withdrawal when we give up broccoli, right? So we get a withdrawal when we are taking something in that has changed our biochemistry and our, you know, our brain is affected and changed by the use of caffeine. So in order to come off of it or away from it, you're going to have to go slow. That is usually the way I suggest that people do it. First, this week, cut your caffeine intake in half. And you can do that, you know, a bunch of different ways. You could actually substitute if you're drinking coffee, you could do half decaf, half regular. I know there is caffeine in decaf. It's a, a lot smaller amount and it can really help you to get off of the caffeine. And then with sodas and teas, maybe you could do decaf with teas also. I'm not as familiar with tea, but you could do decaf green tea with a, your regular green and do that for a week or maybe even more depending on how you have relied on this caffeine in your life. That will be, it depends how dependent you are on it. But then the next week or after two weeks, you can cut in half again. And then finally you will go caffeine free, but do take it slow. And I really caution against going cold turkey. Maybe you have experienced going cold turkey when you've been sick. Often we could get a flu or some kind of illness where we're we're not drinking our coffee and maybe you've come down with that awful headache that happens when you give it up. Um, I've experienced that myself and it's very unpleasant. So I highly suggest if you are going to cut out your caffeine, first I'm going to do a round of applause for you because I, I would be very excited to know that you gave it up because the reports I hear from people is how much of a difference it made. After I got pushback, sometimes for a long time with people, they just won't do it. And that's okay. I'm not your mom. I'm not here to, you know, make you do something. But once they decide to do it, and they they will tell me how much of a difference it really made. And when I get those, I'm not surprised at all. I am not because it makes a very big difference and it's well worth the effort. So whatever it is that you're going through, you can do this by going slow so you don't add any more stress to yourself by going through a withdrawal. So, you know, let me know if you're you're on this journey. Send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And I want to, uh, you know, I want to be your cheerleader here as you're going through it. I look forward to hearing from you. And now for today's quote. I like coffee because it gives me the illusion that I might be awake. And that's from Lewis Black. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 